A band was refused entry into the UK because they have day jobs. An alcoholic dog has been cured. And a desperate mother of twins called the police when she couldn't tell them apart. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. I have three strange news segments from across the globe for you. Let's do it. A rock band was refused entry into the UK because they have day jobs. A German punk rock band was refused entry to the UK because of some confusing post-Brexit rules. Uh, They were turned away at the border because apparently they are not full-time professional musicians and have day jobs. I guess that's not okay. To be honest, I don't want my punk rock band to have day jobs. Come on. You're going to see a punk rock band. These guys work at the coffee shop during the day. That's not a real punk rock band, man. They look like hipsters. The name of the band is Trigger Cut. They're a three-piece punk rock band from a place called Stuttgart. But it's probably pronounced Stuttgart. Yes, have you heard of Trigger Cut from Stuttgart? Yes. They work in the plant shop during the day, but they really rock out very hard at night. They're very punky. They work at the... The flower shop during the day, but very punky at night. You're very. You should check out Stuttgart. Well, they not in the UK. You cannot. They will not allow them in because they work at the flower shop during the day. Stuttgart was on a seven-day tour of the UK. Stuttgart's in big. Stuttgart in big demand in the UK. Seven dates they wanted them for these guys who work at the flower shop. All right. Well, they interviewed the band's music agent, Ian Smith get to the bottom of this. He's been trying to understand why the band was turned away from their seven-date tour in the UK. They said that although their paperwork was in order, they were refused entry after telling the border officers that they had other jobs back in Germany. Here's a quote from Ian. Well, like many small bands, they said they all had other day jobs to pay the rent. One of them is a landscaper, a gardener. And that they did not earn much money from music whatsoever. <laughs> I almost got it right, guys. He's, he's a gardener. I said flower shop. All right. It says Trigger Cut. We're planning to enter the UK on what's called a permitted paid engagement exemption, which allows artists to tour the UK for up to a month without a visa. Yeah. But in the small fine print in the provisions, it says anyone coming into the UK using this permitted paid engagement cannot do paid work unrelated to your main overseas job or area of expertise that would explain why they were turned away the border officers were like do you do any other work they're like yeah we uh, we do some landscaping you know we mow lawns and stuff he's like oh okay well this isn't your main area of expertise then the band so away with you that's very unfortunate it says here the border guards are allowed to check not only that artists have invitations from a UK-based organization, or a client, which obviously Trigger Cut had from all of their seven venues, but also that, quote, the paid engagement relates to your expertise, your specific qualifications, and your specific main job. The agent, Ian Smith, said the border guard also wrongly told the band that they needed a certificate of sponsorship from each venue that they were due to play. Turns out there's no clarity from the government on what artists need to provide in order to play the UK. The rules are very confusing and opaque, even if English is your first language. So this is going to be an issue for all sorts of bands, I would imagine, and probably has been. A lot of bands do have to work a day job. I was making fun of Trigger Cut, but, you know, look at, been there, done that. You know, I've had a day job for a long, long time as a comic, you know. 
This is what you got to do to make it work. And your art doesn't pay often. To, you know, it's tough. It says here, after the news emerged that this band, Trigger Cut, had been denied access to the UK, had been denied their flower tour, a spokesperson for the UK government said, quote, Musicians and performers are a valued and important part of UK culture, with the country attracting world-class entertainers and musicians from all around the globe. This is why we offer a dedicated immigration route for creative workers. All creative workers, all visa applications are carefully considered on their individual merits in accordance to these immigration rules. The application process is designed to ensure that all visa decisions can be made using the most accurate information and is fair for all applicants. Yeah, I mean, the issue, though, is you have this question in there at the border, like, do you work another job? (laughs) So that's going to be a barrier to artists that you supposedly support coming in and performing in your country. I mean, my advice would be anyone entering, just say, no, we only play music. Yeah. And then when they're like, oh, okay, well, why do you smell like a hospital? Do you work at a hospital? You smell like, you smell like dying people. You just say, no, no, that's just a coincidence. It was, I sat next to a dying person on the plane over here. An alcoholic dog is now sober, everyone. Let's rejoice. We have here a dog in the UK who very sadly developed an alcohol addiction after getting drinks from his former owner. This dog is now sober and on his way to a full recovery thanks to the intervention of an animal welfare charity. We have Coco, a two-year-old Labrador cross. Coco and another dog were handed, handed to the Woodside Animal Rescue Trust after the death of their owner. The trust posted on its Facebook page that both dogs began suffering fits, and sadly, the second dog passed away despite their best efforts. Coco continued to be seriously unwell and required around-the-clock care. It became very clear to the Animal Welfare Corporation that he was suffering from symptoms that all pointed to alcohol withdrawals. Coco spent four weeks sedated to help with his withdrawal symptoms and to reduce the risk of further fits. The situation has since vastly improved. They're all happy to say over there. Coco is off all medication and now starting to behave just like a normal dog, though remains very anxious at times, which is understandable. Coco is without its, uh, his owner. To help with his recovery, Coco was kept away from the main kennels and treated in a more homely environment. How lovely. We have the manager of the sanctuary named Helen who says, Coco is doing very well indeed and well on his way to a full recovery. He spends a lot of his time helping the girls in our sanctuary reception and playing with his toy balls. A long way from the many days and long nights we went through with him. So we are very delighted. Uh, We have Cora, who works at the Woodside Animal Rescue, told the media that she's received an all-clear from the vets and is now, they're hoping to find a new home for Coco in the Plymouth area so he can carry on being treated by the same vet. She added that it's very unusual for the trust to receive dogs with alcohol issues and urged dog owners to keep alcoholic beverages away from your pets. She emphasized that Coco had become dependent on alcohol rather than just getting alcohol poisoning after drinking in a one-off incident. No, Coco was actually addicted to alcohol. Coco had legitimate alcoholic withdrawal symptoms. So this is a legit case, and it's very sad. The first that I have ever heard. I'd imagine there's probably more out there. 
owners who are alcoholics perhaps might have pets who are more inclined to be exposed to alcohol. Let's say you pass out and your dog finishes your drink for you. That's possible. I've seen dogs drink beer before, you know, at a party, a big joke, you know, it wasn't a serious thing. It's just like, hey, how funny. Uh, but you can imagine situations where you know, owners leave out their beverages and dogs just clean up afterward. That could lead to lead them down the wrong path. Not their fault. They're innocent victims at this point, right? So nice to see that they're able to treat such a thing and get a dog back on track. Hopefully they find a nice home for Coco. I'm pulling for Coco, man. I like to do a dog story here and there, and other people like it too. Dog stories get real clicks, man. People really click on dog stories. They just can't get enough of dogs, man. Yay! A desperate mother of twins called the police when she couldn't tell them apart. When the mother of some newborn twins could not distinguish between her babies, she turned to the police for help. Her name is Sofia Rodriguez. She's 25 years old of Cordoba, Argentina. She recently tweeted, Tomorrow I have to go to the police to have my twins fingerprinted so they can tell me which one is which. By the way, I won the Mother of the Year Award. <laughs> Sofia has a lovely sense of humor. I enjoy it. The mother tweeted photos of her two-month-old twins, Valentin and Lorenzo, explaining that the boys look slightly different in photos. However, in person, they are the same. She says, they are the same to me. Rodriguez told the media, I never thought I would get them confused. Valentin always wore a blue ribbon, but when I realized it was too small for him, I decided to cut it off. Well, the blue ribbon was a good start. You know, you put a blue ribbon on one and a red ribbon on the other one. You can tell them apart. You're like, oh, my little blood, my little crip. I know who you are. It says here the babies were recently sick, and when Rodriguez changed one of her son's onesies, confusion hit her. It was crazy, she says. That's all she said. It was crazy. Rodriguez asked the police eventually to have her baby's fingerprinted. However, the prints did not look very defined, she said. Uh, I wasn't aware that twins had different fingerprints. I thought they had the same. No, that doesn't make sense. Of course they have different fingerprints. Everyone has different fingerprints, correct? You know, I'm not very bright, guys. Let's follow along. According to the mother, Argentina's National Registry of Persons will identify the boys through their fingerprints, so obviously they're different. Some people tried to help Sofia on Twitter as well. Someone wrote, With my twin brother, we used a bracelet. One on the left hand and one on the right. Someone else wrote, Put ink on the sole of the foot and make an impression on a piece of paper and compare it with the sole you have in the documentation. Okay. Um, no one's suggesting to just tattoo the foot of one of them. I mean, maybe paint one of them's fingernails and then figure it out. A parent of some twins wrote, I bathed the same one two times and medicated the same one two times, but thankfully they survived all the chaos. And then, of course, you have people on Twitter who are very silly. Someone wrote, hey, how about you rename them and start from scratch? <laughs> to be honest, does it really matter at the end of the day? I mean, does it really? I'm wondering. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. According to L.A.-based psychologist Dr. Joan Friedman, author of Emotionally Healthy Twins, Sophia is not alone. This... Los Angeles-based psychologist says, Identical twins look much alike, especially at birth. Oh, really? I had no idea, Dr. Joan. Thanks for saying that identical twins look alike. Pooh! 
how many doctorates do you have? Dr. Jones says, excluding a difference in weight, birthmarks, or other obvious identifiers, it can be very difficult to tell them apart, especially when parents are anxious, stressed, or sleep-deprived. Now, it says here, cues such as colored bracelets, name tags, name tags, that's funny, pierced ears, a painted toenail, oh, that was my idea, or using assigned seating in the car or at the table helps as well. As twins grow and individual personalities emerge, it becomes easier for parents, but not outsiders, to tell them apart. Still, twin parents should help differentiate their children physically and not enforce, quote, best friend stereotypes, according to Friedman. I don't know what she's talking about. Says here, our professional Friedman advises parents of twins to make time for each child to encourage their individual interests and establish individual attachments, even from birth. She recommends parents of twins celebrate their birthdays with two cakes. Ooh, what do you think? Everybody's rich Friedman can afford two cakes. Friedman says, how about two rounds of the happy birthday song? Yay! Followed by tons of therapy because you helicoptered your children. Um, Also, different presents for the kids, she says. And take photos, not only of your twins together, but also apart and with each parent. My goodness, what a genius. I would have never thought of that. Oh, Friedman, how many books did you sell? I'm in a closet. You know, let me just rant just for a moment. There are way too many experts out there that are just delivering common sense advice and getting paid hugely for it. I don't understand how they've managed this scam, but it's pretty brilliant. It's Put this scam right up there with uh, cult leaders. Let's We can do that. Well, anyways, back to the story. I think, you know, these identical twins getting swapped has to happen more than we know probably happens at the hospital before they even get them home you know one way to fix this is wait till they're a little older and don't give them any any name and then you lay out two names one cool name and one really stupid name and then you make them battle and the winner gets to choose the name (laughs) i'm i've won and to the victor shall go the name connor good luck with that name poopy lips Hello, and thank you for spending some time with the Weird AF News podcast. If you are new to the podcast, we do weird news five days a week. Please consider subscribing. Tomorrow being Friday, we only do weird news out of Florida. You should be prepared for that because it can be shocking to your system. Uh, When you listen to a Florida Friday episode, it can make you uh, question where our earth is heading in many ways. If you guys want to send me Florida stories, please do so. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can drop them in my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones. If you'd like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. I'm, I'm going to publish a few phone calls after this. If you would like to stick around and hear some of the calls from listeners, please feel free to do that. And call the show yourself if you would like to. Uh, lastly, if you would like to support the show, you can join the Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can also buy me a coffee for my birthday if you'd like, which is coming up the end of April. Go to weirdafnews.com and click on buy a coffee. That's pretty cool. And you can write a little love note to me as well, or just a happy birthday. Or it could be hate mail. That's fine. You buy me coffee and tell me you hate me, I'll take it. Yeah, I guess that's about it. We'll keep it brief, and we'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday. Looking forward to it. Okay. By the way, you're awesome. Hey, Jonesy, this here's Skeeter calling from Jacksonville, Florida, the largest city in these here contagious 48 states of the United States of America. And I'm calling in to weigh in on your uh, story you did on your podcast about the uh, 
Chinese lady over there in China who's working at a Chinese restaurant. And, uh, I, oh, I guess, by the way, weirdos, if you got a Chinese lady working at a Chinese restaurant, from, from their point of view, that's just a lady and it's just a restaurant. Chinese food in China is just food. And anyway, Jonesy, I, I was wanting to say I wanted to put my two cents worth in on that. Oh, oh, and by the way, I was wondering, Jonesy, about where that phrase comes in, putting in your two senses worth. I guess if you got an opinion on something, like all your five senses really don't matter, um, you know, like, I guess, you know, like if you're talking about what things taste like or how, if you touch something you're feeling or like, uh, you know, oh, ooh, the way things smell, they really don't matter too much. It's just like if you hear a story or if you uh, see it, I guess that's where your two senses worth come in. So anyway, I was thinking that, uh, that you know, if she's going to work every day and her daughter is Bantley, it don't matter if she's rich or not. I, I don't really think it matters if she's taking, like, I wouldn't say she's taking away someone's job uh, because, you know, she wants to work. I mean, it's like you, Jonesy, you're the perfect example of this. You're, you know, a very uh, successful comedian, you know, quite wealthy and all, very successful. So you're the prime example of this. You're, you know, you're doing a podcast on the side. And so you'd be like taking away a podcaster's job. So uh, I don't think it's a problem at all for her to be doing this. I'm, what's that? No, I'm talking to your cousin Becky. I'm talking to Jonesy. I told you before, I'm trying to get him to take me on his co-host. And as a matter of fact, Jonesy, uh, you know, you could be taking away my, I, you've never called me up and asked me to be your co-host. You could be taking away my job as your co-host, or I could have your job. I could be the podcaster whose job you're taking away by you doing this in addition to your comedian job. So, you know, I'd like to be your co-host. I've talked to you about that before and mentioned it, but you, you know, you've never made the call, Jonesy. My feelings are a bit hurt about that. But no, I don't think she's taking away anybody's job washing dishes. And maybe she even knows those people and doing it for free. Or maybe it's a family relative. We don't have enough news. We don't have enough information on that story. And I don't think you're taking away a podcaster's job just because you're rich, you know, making rolling in the money as Canadian. So that's my two cents worth. And good luck with your life, man. Hey, fella. Uh, this is Annie from Rhode Island. It's Annie Lake, the Little Orphan, or the sharpest shooter in the Wild West. I've been listening since pre-COVID on my Google speaker, and yes, I am boasting, <laughs> um, because I'm proud of that. Um, but um, so you and my son, who is about to be eight years old, have the same birthday, April 27th. Is it weird that I have put more thought into your birthday than my son's? Hmm. I don't know. Don't judge me on that. Um, so a couple of things to share. <laughs> um, so first of all, um, Bonnie Gooch, she drinks ginger brandy. Clearly, you were definitely wrong. It is not wild turkey. Um, and <laughs> um, so in terms of the prosecutors now deciding <laughs> what her sentence should be, why are they only now deciding? That's really interesting. Um, <laughs> so many things. Um, and then, um, also, so if you kill <laughs> a thousand chickens, does that mean you have 1,000 rivals? Which means goo, 
had a thousand rivals and he was a shitbag. So, hey, karma. Um, also, I've been getting really angry at my kid for doing the goo thing and slapping. But this entire episode, every time you said goo, I slapped my steering wheel and gooed. <laughs> so I get, I guess he'll be proud of me there. Um, and <laughs> I've accidentally told clients or whatever. Yes, clients. <laughs> um, for like 20 years now when they're like leaving my office, <laughs> accidentally told them, have a good life. And every time I hear, have a good life, man, I just fucking laugh and picture all of the faces. <laughs> when I accidentally told them that, it's not that I don't mean it, but they just don't expect it and it's not professional. But I hope you have a good life, man, and a good birthday. Jonesy, it's Lily. Hey, man, how's it going? Um, I, I wanted to let you know that I drive my Tesla Model Y to my job as a dishwasher. <laughs> Actually, to be perfectly honest, I have three jobs and all of them involve washing dishes. I work as a bartender server and I wash glasses and sometimes I go in the kitchen and help with the dinner dishes. Um, I serve school lunch at my kid's school. I'm a lunch lady, and I wash all of the prep and serving dishes and then also the kids' lunch trays when they're done. And then I also work at a local cheese factory, creamery, deli, coffee shop situation, and I I prep deli meats and cheeses and slice fruits and veggies and wash dishes. And I drive my Tesla to all of these jobs. <laughs> so I I'm not I'm I'm not as I'm not rich like the the lady in China with the the Bentley or whatever it was, but um I I've made sacrifices in my life to achieve this financial goal of getting a Tesla and I did it. I have it. So it's, you know, I, you know, you, you set a goal and then you, you make it happen. You, you scrimp and you save and you scrounge for pennies and you add it all up and then you make your dream come true. But then sometimes, you know, the, the dream turns out to not really be what you thought. So yes, I, I bought a house. I bought a car. And I couldn't, um, I couldn't ignore the problems in my life anymore. So, um, yeah, I'm making positive changes, moving in the right direction, trying to figure out the rest of it. But yeah, I, um, I wanted to let you know that I, I have a blue Tesla and I love it and I drive it to my three jobs where I wash dishes every day. I also put a camping mattress in the back of my car. The seats fold flat, and I put a camping mattress in it, and I sleep in it a lot. I love car camping. It's amazing. Look it up on YouTube, Tesla camping. It's a thing. Okay, good luck with your life, man. I love you. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. 
and uh, I was listening to the show, and you said something about how you thought it would be cool to get a birthday message in Morse code. Well, I would think with your hangover today that you might be sending out a message in Morse code uh, that it would be your message would be dot 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 dash 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 dot dot dot. And if you know your Morse code, you would be sending out an SOS, sending out an SOS because dot 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 dash 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 is dot 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 is. SOS and Morse code. Yes, uh, you've been hungover before and you've asked people to send you their hangover cure, cures. Uh, I don't know that any really work, but you said you would be willing to try anything that anyone was willing to send you because, of course, you said before, too, that you'll try anything once, pretty much anything once, anyhow. Um I thought that that would be a pretty good thing to say there, that you would send out an SOS. And also, Joe, he said that he listens to your show every day on his Google Home. And you said, oh, how fancy of him. And maybe you could save up and send uh, or have a Google Home someday and maybe even sleep with it. Oh, man, you're hilarious. But. I don't want any of the weirdos out there getting any ideas about maybe sending Jonesy a Google Home for his birthday because I tried. I tried already to do that. I told Jonesy a couple of years ago that I would send him a Google Home. As a matter of fact, I had even purchased it. And, you know, before I asked him, I bought it. And he said, no, he, you know, all you have to do is ask Google for something. And Google, of course, is always listening like Alexa and Cortana or Siri or all those things are always listening. And, and Jonesy really doesn't want the government, possibly the government or anyone else listening all the time. So he took a hard pass on that one. So uh, no one, please think about buying Jonesy one of those. So I ended up giving that away to someone else for a gift. But I have to tell the truth. I have a little Google Mini still that's still in the box, and it's on the shelf here at my house. So don't be if you're interested, let me know. Um, but everyone else, don't think about gifting Jonesy a Google Home. Uh, at that time, a couple of years ago, he wasn't interested. But anyway, that being said, uh, Jonesy, good luck with your hangover, and good luck with your life, man. <laughs>